<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of the Film Studies Club podcast. Um, I am your host, Robert Burke, and I am joined, as always, by, by my vice host, Paul Chabra. You, you kind of jumped the gun there. Well, because you always say my name, and I'm trying to defend myself by saying no. my name before you have a chance to. Yeah, Paul. you tell him, Paul. I'm working yeah. on it. Um, and then we have uh, our fact checker, who is serving us his role as fact checker because he hasn't seen any of the movies this week, uh, Nicholas Mana. That's me. Hi. Hi, everyone. My name's Nicholas Mana. Uh, yeah, I'm the fact checker. Uh, anyways, I need more screen time. What do you mean? You take all of my time, Robert, with, with just your, your bullcrap. With reviewing the movies like, like this podcast is designed to do? I haven't shaved in so long. Oh my god. <laughs> and <laughs> we're also joined by a uh, special guest, Willa. Uh, no, you can say your name. Never mind. Oh, hi, I'm Willa Davis. <laughs> it's so great. Whenever we have guests, we can um, we can say their names on the podcast instead of having to like say our like coded version. That's true. Wait, um, do we, we had to call him Dadam oh. uh, Driver or whatever. No, 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 because he's a celebrity. He's a public figure. He's a public figure. So. Okay. So, yeah, I was wondering why you were saying my name all weird last time. Like Dilla Wavis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's because we want to keep your confidentiality in case you get a podcast. Yeah, because no one can decrypt <laughs> our message. <laughs> <laughs> the most difficult name so far was um, Palak Eitri. Like, Alex, oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> his like name starts with a vowel. That's that's always a difficult one. Yeah. Adam. Okay. So um, as as is tradition, whenever we have a special guest, we will uh, uh are going to ask you three questions completely on the spot. Wow. Okay. So Nick, you start. Ask a ask Will a question. Oh, I didn't prepare. Um. I... No, that's the point. You don't prepare. They're on the spot questions. How's the weather down there, Shorty? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. I Nick, Nick, give one. a real question. I find um, one. I'm getting there. Well, if you were to describe yourself using a scale of one to ten on your musical talent, how at what number would you give yourself? On musical talent? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give myself like a solid six or seven. You know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you deserve higher, but um, I will go next. Uh, what is the, what would you say is like the number one thing that has gotten you through quarantine? Like what have you spent your most time doing? Oh, wow. Um, lots and lots of writing, like songwriting and it's kind of lame, but I write a lot of poetry. So I've been doing that just like most of the time. And especially now that the weather's all like rainy, that's been kind of nice, but, and homework, lots of homework. Gotcha. So. Then Inside Lewin Davis and Patterson were like perfect movies for you to watch that. Definitely. Songwriting yeah. and poetry. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, Pahul, what's your question? Okay, Willa, what is yeah. your middle name? It's Ryan. Awesome. Whoa. Yeah. That's surprising. Nailed it. Willa <laughs> Ryan Davis. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> well. Name. Willa, if there was well, actually, an elderly man on one track and there was a five babies on another track, would you... um? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one question one question you do not get to ask two questions sorry my bad um okay then what's the part oh yeah we also have to introduce our backgrounds oh that's yes. a part of our intro so nick uh you're chronologically first in my screen so you go first um my background is the result of me looking up 
uh, Adam Driver meme and some Spanish dude decided to put... I don't even know what that says, actually, so uh, it's just gonna... Are you serious? Or- I don't speak the Spanish. Origin that says the of origin of meme. meme. No, yeah. but I, I can't read it because it's backwards. Oh. Oh, then it's like in French. It's like, l'origin du meme. <laughs> yeah, French is just backwards Spanish. Thank you, Robert. Did you know that um, meme in French, if, uh, well, okay, meme is not a word, but like, if you put an accent above the first E, then it becomes mem, which means even. Don't care. Nice. Fun French fact. Boo. <laughs> 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 she would be so proud of me. I appreciate it, Robert. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Willa. Um, actually, Willa, I have another question for you. Yeah, okay. You're like so fascinated with like Paris. So why did you take French and why did you take Spanish instead of French? Um, I just kind of thought that Spanish would be more of like a gateway language and that if I knew like Spanish as well as I could, I'd be able to like transition into as many other languages as I wanted to. I don't know. I want to learn a lot of languages, but I just started with Spanish. So learn okay. Russian. Russian? Yeah, that's next. <laughs> in their language it's so weird what does that mean nick i can't say it it's a curse oh oh yeah. <laughs> i'm bleeping out Please, you gotta bleep that yeah because we have we have so many russian speakers okay we have on. 16 listeners for this podcast wait on apple podcast uh, i'm pretty sure yeah holy said now. crap that's amazing yeah i know that's way more than youtube yay yeah. um is our podcast on spotify now yeah it is it is. Okay, I bet we have zero listeners there, because who listens to podcasts on Spotify? I do! Yeah, we have zero listeners. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, my background is Adam Driver uh, being really silly. He's just being a silly old dude. Look at him. He's so funny. We can't okay, look at him, though. Yes, we can, like, Yeah, we can. Look at him. Right there. No, but, like, the listeners can't. He's going like this. He's got a little tongue. Yeah, for for the for the listeners, he's going like this. That's a really good description. <laughs> I think that uh, you can bleep this out, but I think the actual word is. <laughs> now, I want to move on to what my thing is now. Wait, my wait. thing. Oh, Nick, 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 you have a timestamp for there, right? What <laughs> means timestamp? <laughs> All right, okay. You need to edit that whole part out, Nick. That cannot be in a podcast. I've I've never heard of that. (laughs) Okay, go on. All right, okay. My thing is a baby. Uh, And it's a baby looking at the camera really, really sadly. It's about to cry. And it's like part of a bigger meme because the top part of the meme is like no beer, question mark, for 21 years because obviously the baby is like a newborn and has to wait 21 years to drink beer, which is pretty sad. I don't think that baby looks like it's about to cry. No, he looks so cute. It's he, about he to cry, like... dude. What is this no, look at, if he was look about to baby. cry, his eyes would be watery. He looks like he's about to like... It's watery! He, just, he just watery. looks like he's confused. Or needs what? to poop. No, he looks like he needs to poop. Okay, moving on from the baby. Uh, I love I love silences whenever you get them on podcasts, whenever I'm listening to them, because it's, like it's like a nice break. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Willow, what's your background? All right, so I think I figured out what the background is. It's like, what was in the sky the night I was born? It's like on that NASA website, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Maybe? Yeah, cool. What website is that? Um, it's NASA.com. website, yeah. And you can like look up like any date and I'll show you was in the sky. It was a picture of Adam Driver, though, but it was a little too weird for my like liking, so. Um, what's the website? I want to look up what was uh, on my on my 
birth of date? Um, just search up uh, NASA and then like what was in the sky when I was born because I don't know the exact website, but I know it's like by NASA. Well, if you were really there, we wouldn't be able to hear you because sound waves can't travel in space. Um, oh my god, you're such a bummer, dude. Uh, okay, really baby. Yeah. Okay, I'm submitting. Whoa! Isn't it cool? <laughs> that is cool. It looks like an explosion. I know. Because <laughs> if it would look like anything else. <laughs> Space is just so awesome. I'm watching, right now I'm watching um, Cosmos by Carl Sagan, which was like Sagan. This, Sagan, which was like this like mini series on PBS in the 80s about space. And it's literally the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like if you think Neil deGrasse Tyson is soothing, this guy's like the Fred Rogers of space. I like Sagan. Awesome. He's cool. What? I like Sagan. He's a he's a he's a he's What have a you man. seen of Sagan's? Uh I've seen like uh different like kind of TED Talk esque videos of just like him talking about like space and stuff like that. And it's so soothing. Yeah. Apparently Neil deGrasse Tyson is a douchebag. <laughs> More to come on that. That doesn't surprise me. Like in his interviews, he seems kind of arrogant. Yeah. He's Do you cool. think Elon Musk is a rude guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on with Elon Musk right now. Did it's you see that him. article? Wait, what? Huh? Wait, just can't think of someone else. Ignore me. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys see that article where Nick? <laughs> I stamp. I didn't do that. No, no, it's fine. You can leave it in. Did you guys see the article where it was like, um, what's his face? Uh, we were just talking about him. Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Where like they there were scientists that went around the world and asked like 511 different Christians what they thought God looked like and constructed a face from there, and apparently it looked like scarily similar to Elon Musk. Whoa. That's you should look it up. It's such a weird article. Like, it's it's kind of, it, I don't know. It freaks me out. Okay. Yes! <laughs> yeah. We're, like, doing great with the pauses on this episode. Um, we are. Pahul, are you watching any TV shows? I'm watching TV shows, yes. Which one? Well, this might be a very controversial pick because of the Me Too campaign and the horrible things he's done with little boys. But I'm watching House of Cards on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. Who? I thought that they took it off. I don't know his name. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Spacey. yeah. Um, I, I started BoJack Horseman. And oh, that's a good one. Literally, I th- it's like on the track to become my favorite TV show ever. That's a like, really good one. Like, I'd love to talk about BoJack Horseman. I when I finish, it. Nick, Nick, you should start watching. And then when we are all done, we could talk about like the whole series. Okay. Like, it's and genuinely a good show, Nick. You're going like, to like it. Literally, every episode has something profound and also something funny. Like, every single episode has at least, like, one super redeeming quality. It's so good. Have you seen BoJack Horseman, Willa? Uh, yeah, I saw a couple episodes at a friend's house, but that's about it. Gotcha. It, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm excited for the finale because everyone is, like, hyping it up super hard. Have y'all ever seen F is for Family? No. no. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> what is F is for Family? It's a very disturbing show. It's 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 animated like Bojack Horseman. It's it's not one to watch with the family, I'd say. But it's called F is for family. Robert, that's the ironic uh, part of it, Robert. You, you ah, understand. good, good one, Nick. Uh, up top. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get on to reviewing some movies now. Um, Pahul, what order are we going in? Are we going chronological, 
Are we going um, runtime? Are we going most amount of atom driver to least amount of atom driver? Uh, <laughs> what order are we going? I like the most amount of atom driver to least amount of atom driver. That's a good one. Okay. Well, I think the most was Patterson because he's like yeah. the lead character in that movie. Okay. So let's review Patterson first. So uh, Patterson is a 2016 movie directed by Jim Jarmusch. And uh, this has no plot virtually. Like, it's just about this dude who likes poetry and he's a bus driver and his wife likes art and um, playing the guitar for some reason. And uh, they're just like chilling in Patterson, New Jersey. And they just have like a daily schedule that they live by and they're just relaxing and chilling all the time. And it, it, I don't know, this is just like a nice slow movie. Uh, Pahul, what did you think of Patterson? Okay, uh, going by my notes, um, when I first started watching Patterson, I didn't like the poetry, but it kind of grew on me. I don't know why. It was like some, you know, it, it's like, that's kind of like a metaphor or whatever for the entire movie, because at the beginning of the movie, I was like, okay, is anything going to happen? And then by the end, I was like, you know, it was, it's like a cool movie, you know, you can just watch it and chillax. Um, what else? I like how Adam Driver followed a consistent schedule throughout the movie while his wife at home and stuff kept like changing her dreams and everything or whatever every single day. That was pretty interesting. I don't know why. I like the Japanese guy at the end. He was pretty cool. I don't, he said something at the end that was really weird. He was like, he turned back and he was like, hey, yeah. And then he kept on walking or something. And that was really strange. Also, I know that this is, I'm not the trivia guy, but I heard that Adam Driver actually went to bus school for this movie, which is pretty freaking cool. He did, yeah. Yep, that, that, that is the second fact. Yeah. Nick, um, Nick, you're jumping the gun a little bit. You aren't supposed to talk until we're done. Tell that to Pahul! <laughs> no, no, Pahul's time to talk. It's Pahul's time to shine. I have another thing. I have another thing. Yeah. So out of all the movies with Adam Driver, uh, at minute 58, he was at his most attractive. The wind was blowing at his face, and he was looking out into the to the waterfalls and stuff. And I was like the most attractive oh. Adam Driver out of all three all three movies. Any scene when he's okay? Actually, I would disagree because I think he's the most attractive. And while we're young, just like yes. from a personality basis, but like whenever he was by that waterfall, it was like oh, you know, yeah, it was, it was very nice. Um, is that all you had to say, Pahul? Uh, according to my notes, um, yes. <laughs> Okay, uh, Willa, what did you think of Patterson? Um, well, I loved the contrast between, like, him and his wife. Like, I loved how she was so, like, ambitious. And was... What? I know! <laughs> I was gonna I, say I, I said it first. <laughs> well, you know what? Anyway. But, I don't know. She was probably the most interesting character to me in the entire movie, so I really, like, like grasped a lot of what she was about. But, like, I kind of liked the poetry throughout, like, even at the beginning. I don't know. I'm kind of just a sucker for poetry, but I thought... It was like a nice addition to the movie. Um, to be honest though, I did not finish it because like you said, it has really no plot. So I got kind of bored at points. Like it was nice to just like relax and watch, but like, I don't know, just like because it didn't really have a plot, I was just kind of like, I lost interest. So yeah. That's fair. Um, I would say even though I, like the most amount of plot is packed into like the last 15 minutes. Like mm -hmm. in the last 15 minutes, something actually happens. And then it's like pretty dramatic and it actually like ties up the movie pretty well. Um, do you have anything else to say? Um, that's about it. I didn't finish. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Patterson, I think, is yeah. Um, it's it, I don't know if this or Lewin Davis is my favorite on the uh, of the movies we're reviewing because I think both are like really. I think it's interesting how all three of these movies are kind of about like dreams. Like it was like weirdly unintentional. Yeah. I think Adam Driver just is drawn to stories like that and characters like that because even his like Star Wars Kylo Ren guy is like, I dream of like an empire is all mine. Um, and I, uh, I think <laughs> Patterson, the, hell is that? <laughs> the way that Patterson tackles with dreams, I really like because usually when you get movies that are about dreams, it's about like the grind and the difficulty that goes into becoming a big star. Close but this movie eyes, wasn't about that mouth, at all. Dream a dream, get us Nick, out. you're not dream supposed dream. to talk. I'm oh muting you. Oh my God, Nick. Nick's shut muted. Oh. <laughs> I think the podcast is still recording him talking. So if he starts like sabotaging the podcast, I'm going <laughs> to. <unmute him. laughs> um, so, uh, but what I like about Patterson is that it told a story about dreams and it was entirely from like two very simple people that don't have any plans in their life to like try to become big. Like his wife mentions at one point, like wanting to become a country star, but that's that's like really it and it's not like that's really like her her biggest highest priority dream um I really like the way that they wove the poetry into it because the first time I watched this I watched it one time in eighth grade and then I watched it again um this morning and I I like the way that the poetry is done because it's really non-traditional poetry it doesn't rhyme and it's really just like a stream of consciousness and it, at first it just didn't seem like poetry at all it just kind of seemed like paragraphs of Adam Driver talking about feelings and they didn't really tie together super well but I noticed that like all of the poetry it it kind of started off about just the most arbitrary things and then became super meaningful at the end like with the um Ohio blue tip one where it like started off about just like matches and it was like that forever and then at the end it suddenly became about his wife and the love that he feels for her and I think that's just like a good symbol for this movie. Like at first it seems very aimless and just kind of like wandering and random. But by the end of it, you realize that the meaning is just kind of about like the art, art is really the only thing that will like tide you over after you're dead, which is like weird to think about. But um, I don't want to spoil too much about the ending, but it kind of ends on that kind of note where um, the poems that he creates are like, it doesn't matter if he has them or not. They're just kind of his legacy and they're kind of like what made him, um, they're what made him like who he was. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but the way that this movie just tackles like all the ideas of like hopes and dreams is just, it, it's like something I like to analyze. And I've like looked at this movie a lot. And on top of that, also the way that the movie deals with love, like you never see movies deal with passion and love at the same time. And this one does it really well. Cause it's like, it's about how they complement one another and make their passions like even better. And I think that there's just a lot of like symbolism in the movie as well. Cause we keep on seeing twins throughout. Um, there's like two sets of twins and there's people on the bus that are talking that he listens to. And I don't know, this movie just seems to be packed full of meaning, even though it's about nothing. Uh, but above all, it's just like chill. Like the atmosphere is really nice. And I think it's a really good quarantine watch. Um, Cause like people are like anxious right now about, not having normal lives uh and i think patterson is all about like finding beauty and just having a normal life so i would recommend this for anybody who's in quarantine right now it's on amazon prime um but yeah i i really enjoy it i want to watch it like more 
just to like try to pick apart all the meaning. And uh, I think I, I like this one quite a bit. Um, let, let's do scores. Paul, who, who would you give it? I want to give this a 1450. Whoa, that's high. Yeah, I, I liked it. Wow. Uh, Willa, what would you give it? You can use any scoring system you want. Uh, I'll give it like, I'm going to say like a 7 out of 10, just because the meaning was good and I liked the way it was shot. But I don't know, just because there was no plot, it didn't really hold my attention as much as I wanted. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I will give it an 8.75. I will give it that. Uh, Nick, what are some interesting facts about Patterson? An uh, interesting fact about Patterson is uh, uh, Laura, which I'm assuming is the wife. Laura? Yeah. 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 Um, Laura mentions a dream in which she had twins. And uh, after that, uh, P- uh, Peterson, uh, Patterson, Peterson, encounters twins on his way to work in the bar and Wait, twice Nick, on the Nick. bus. Nick, why would it be Peterson if there's an A after the first P? Well, because I read it as Peterson, because that's just what my brain immediately thought. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I'm uh, skipping that. <laughs> uh, characters throughout the movie remark on the coincidence of Patterson, Adam Driver, having the same name as the town in which he li- lives in. Patterson, oh God, New Nick, Jersey. This is so bad. Patterson, a bus driver, is played by the actor, an actor who is coincidentally named Driver. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, one of the top letterbox reviews is Adam and then in parentheses A and then Driver. And yeah, I don't know. That's all I have to share. About Thank that. you, Robert. Apparently, uh, when they were filming the movie, there were some scheduling conflicts because Laura, who's from Iran, she got she couldn't leave Iran for a while. Like she was held there, oh. and so while while the movie was being filmed or something. Wow. So yeah, I guess that's pretty they, insane. That's when they shot all the bus scenes. Yeah, maybe. Do you, do you have any idea what the meaning is behind the twins, Paul or Willa? Like I can't seem to figure it out. It's so it's so weird. And like um, be potentially referencing like them as a couple, maybe just like in sets of two, I guess, like how they complement each other even though they are different, I guess. I don't know. Oh, that's good. Or it could be like how Adam Driver has like kind of two lives where in one life he's a poet and another he's just a regular bus driver, but he's kind of like the same person, but he's living <laughs> at home he's someone else compared to who he is in work or something. I don't know. I like yeah. Mom's better. You're stupid. <laughs> no, I think Shut like, up. Generally, <laughs> the movie does have a lot to do with duality, like w- like the artistic side of side life and the like logical side of life, and like yeah, the relationships and like what what you're experiencing now versus what you. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I guess it's just kind of about duality. It, it was a good one though. Um, I have a question. Would you ever be a bus driver? Who? Anyone, anyone can answer. No, no. I'm terrible at driving. I'd like to be a bus driver. You would? Like, like if I, if I'm like, if I earn a buttload of money or something, <laughs> I, I, I just want to retire and do some meaningless job and just like, you know, hang out, like a minimum wage thing, like just driving a bus, chilling out, like maybe in Reading, like I'm driving a Rabba bus and I'm hearing all these homeless people talk to each other. That's freaking dope, dude. <laughs> I could never be a bus driver because I already have a really hard time with depth perception with my car that to drive like a super long thing like a bus. I legitimately don't know how buses don't result in more accidents. Oh, the, th- the thing is for like, well, well, when I used to play American Truck Simulator, I learned that large vehicle vehicles that 
you gotta you gotta go out farther and then you gotta turn it in and it's like a it's like a weird thing but i, I kind of nailed it every single time i turned in that game so i'm pretty sure i'm i'm confident about my bus driving skills well, you'd be a great bus driver <laughs> oh, i think you would actually have fun being a bus driver yeah i i, I wear a little hat and i wear like the aviators and i'm like what's up ticket down there you know give me some tips stuff like that i'd rather be like a lift driver or something no, okay. that's dangerous. Yeah, that's scary. That's basically yeah. hitch- like glorified hitchhiking. I get paid. Yeah, but like, what if someone murders you, you know? I mean, I solve money. Oh my god. <laughs> Willie, like- your facial reactions to anything Nick says are priceless. You need to put those in the video, Nick. Like- <laughs> I don't want to do so much editing. Okay. Nick, you're so... Um, Timestamp. I can't think of any other thing about this movie. So, Nick, can you give us a transition sound effect? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, should I just make one on the spot? No, you should open your... How long... Do you still have to open your system? No, I have my system open. I don't know what you mean. And just system. press the button and play a sound effect. Fine. There was a tornado coming towards his house and he actually filmed it. He was just standing there and filming the tornado. <laughs> Turns out his wife dies and he survives with like broken ribs and stuff. It was like a horrible thing. Like once you get the backstory of it. And his dog also died. What? Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, how did you stumble across this video? I, I was on Reddit, dude. I was <laughs> I, was, I oh knew he was gonna say Reddit. I love Reddit so wait, much. Wait, um, Nick, the sound effect like cut out for me like when it was starting. Did, yeah, did that yeah. happen on your end as well? No. No? It happened on my end. It was really funny. Yeah, okay. So that means well, you're probably talking through the end of the sound effects. That was the THX thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know THX, right, Pahul? Oh, yeah. The thing, it comes to the big, the cars one. <laughs> so, Pahul, you were definitely talking over like the end of that, which is super loud. So that'll be interesting. Um, I always read it as thooks. Anyways. Or thanks. You know? Yeah, why not thanks? Thanks. Okay. Um, anyways, so the movie with the second most Adam Driver is While We're Young. Um, I will look up a plot synopsis right now to explain. You know what, Nick? I think we're you need to start doing plot synopsis. Okay. While we're young. No, no. Plot. Oh. Okay, you, you got it. Middle aged filmmaker Josh Shrebnik, Ben Stiller, and his wife, Cornelia Noama Watts, are happily married. Noama? It's Noami. Start over. <laughs> Middle aged oh, no, filmmaker. Start over. Oh my god. But stuck in a rut. So when free spirited couple Jamie, Adam Driver, and Darby, Amanda. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Seyfried. Seyfried. Enter their lives. It's like a breath of fresh air. Dot, dot, dot. Especially for Josh. Who pines for a youth he wishes he had. Soon, Josh and Cornelia are ditching... Wait. Ditching friends their own age to hang out with the hipsters. And, but... Frick. But whether the friendship can endure despite a 20-year age gap remains to be seen. Wow, thank you. Thank you, Nick. That was really good. What are you eating, Willa? What are you eating? What are you eating? <laughs> I'm eating curry. Okay. 
Sorry. Nick, yeah. Nick, why, why, why did you, why? <laughs> uh, okay, I will start on this one. Uh, oh my gosh, that's so great. After I say a plot synopsis, I don't feel awkward starting myself off. Um, okay, while we're young, uh, I watched it when I was kind of binging Noah Baumbach's movies. I think I, I watched Marriage Story, I rewatched Marriage Story, rewatched Francis Ha, watched While We're Young, and watched The Squid and the Whale all in one day, I'm pretty sure. I was just like, because after Marriage Story, I just really liked what Noah Baumbach did with that, so I wanted to learn more about him. Um, and I went into While We're Young with kind of low expectations, because it just seemed like, I don't know, like your average-ish movie. But I really liked it. Like, it was surprisingly really good. For one, Adam Driver wearing a fedora is, like, the only time that I see him as hot. But he, like, makes it work. And the, it, just his whole person... The whole ending are gone. So, no, Robert, the Kiss the Chef apron, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I really, I really like the messages of this movie. Like, we're definitely too young to understand them. But the idea of oh, just I, like... No, I got them. I got them. Everyone's no. talking about TikTok these days. I don't know what TikTok means. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh yeah, TikTok's so fun. Like, I'm an expert. Oh, oh, my. So, so, it's, it's like, there's so much change going on. I feel oh, like I'm already This message old, is you know? targeted towards middle-aged people. You do <laughs> yeah, I feel middle-aged sometimes when people talk about TikTok. If I had to if I had to guess your age based on your feet pictures, I would guess you were 34. <laughs> That's, my feet are actually really big. Wait, we need to describe we need to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry what if I didn't Paolo cut say? my nails beforehand. What did Paolo say? Uh TikTok. Okay. Um should we explain the feet thing to listen? No, <laughs> we don't need further explanation. <laughs> I sent Nick a bunch of feet pics, and then Robert did too. That yeah, I think I think that's that's the most we'll explain. And then we'll display uh, on the screen now. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> if you display our feet pics on the screen, I'll be so mad at you. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> Sorry, go on. So good. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, while we're young, I think all the performances in this are really good as well, and like. I, I honestly, I thought Amanda Seyfried was a terrible actress before I saw this movie, but she's so what? good in this because she's, she's kind of bad in Les Mis. She, she's terrible in Love the Coopers. And like, she's, she's been Oscar nominated, but like, what for even? Mamma Mia, bro. Oh, I mean, Fail. she's fine in Mamma Mia, but she's not, she's kind of the worst part of Mama, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but in this movie, she's really good. And like, this movie keeps you guessing in a good way. Like, there's always weird stuff happening, and it's all really absurd. Like, there's one scene where they all, like, do drugs, and it's, like, super weird. I skipped feels... that scene. Oh, really? Oh, that was, a fun, like that was a fun it. scene. That was a really fun scene. You should definitely not watch um, that one episode of BoJack Horseman, then, when they do. That one episode? That one episode? When, when they're writing his memoir, so they take a bunch of drugs. Nope. Dude, I don't remember. Are you serious? It's in season one. It's like well, like, season one was like way back, dude. I've been watching when they when they came out with season one, then they waited a few months and they came out with season two. I've been watching along when it first came out. Oh wow. Yeah. So I That's mean I don't remember season one. It, it's it's my favorite episode so far. Um anyways, but yeah, the movie keeps you guessing. And like most movies, I feel when they have a random scene like that, it can feel super like out of place and just awkward, but it doesn't in While We're Young, which is great. 
And uh, my last point is that the twist in this movie is like really good because there's like no way you can predict it. And the way that they like, the way that they spell it out, it's not like a character sits down and reveals it to you all at once. It's like kind of a slow discovery and it's really effective. And overall, I just really like this movie and I want to finish watching Noah Baumbach's um, filmology. So I need to get on that and I'm going to look it up. Well, uh, Willa, what are your thoughts on While We're Young? Um, honestly, I think this was probably my favorite of the bunch, surprisingly enough. I don't know. It really just like, it held my attention the whole time. And like you said, there were a bunch of like, like you just were never left like, I don't know. You're like, uh, I'm losing my words. You basically like, there's so much that happened that you kind of just, it catches your interest and you can't just like look away because something new happens like every five minutes. And like every scene has like some importance, like even if it seems just like a little minor scene. And I thought like, like the acting was really good in the movie. And I saw that overall, the whole plot is like really just like, it holds your attention and it just like, I don't know, if you like mysteries, I feel like this would be a good one, even though it's not necessarily a mystery. I feel like just the idea of like having such a big reveal at the end that like you would never like expect is like super like impactful, so. Yeah, that's kind of facts. Um, Paul Hool, what do you think of while we're young? Um, Pull up your notes. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I noticed so that. Weird. Sorry. My <laughs> eyes look weird. No, the baby, like douchebag. Like... Oh, okay. <laughs> you know that douchebag wasn't one of the words that we okay for the podcast, right? But you guys have used it so much. Can, in this can we please okay it? Like it's such oh, a good a, word. Wait, there's a list. Yeah, there's a list of words here. I'll I'll message it to you. Uh, it's just boober and douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. There's more words that we're allowed to say than just that. Dude. Can you say shoot? Right. No. Yeah, you dude. can say shoot. Nick, let's, shut up. Let's um, say every single word that we can't use, just to, like to give her an example. Can we? Uh, okay. Uh, bleep, 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 corona, bleep, bleep. damn hell, sex, and douchebag. We can say all those words. Can we say to the word? No, definitely not. Bleep, bleep, timestamp, Nick, timestamp. Our audience is very Puritan. I'm sorry, Willa. Willa, I thought you were better than this. Yeah, come on, Willa. Um. No, Palmback is so anyways. Okay, Pahul, uh, go and say your thoughts on movie thought. I didn't really have a lot of thoughts about this movie. Uh, everything that has that I wanted to say has already been said, so I'm just going to kind of pick up the scraps now. And one of the scraps that I have to pick up is the fact that uh, uh, one of the, the guy, the editor guy for the Ben Stiller guy, the Night at the Museum guy, uh, he is a voice actor in GTA 5 because one of the characters in GTA 5 was the same voice as him. I noticed that. And it was like, I, it took me out of the movie every single time that guy was on. He has such oh, a weird voice, you know? Who is he the voice actor for? Uh, yeah, you've played GTA 5, right? The, the cafe, yeah. the story. Yeah. Um, you know Trevor's stupid friend? Yeah. Wade? Yeah. It's Wade's voice is the guy. That's so crazy. It, it's, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. And I, and I hated it because of that. It's like when I watch um, the guy, the voice actor for Mater from Cars go on Jimmy Kimmel and stuff. I just, I always imagine Mater sitting there in front of Jimmy Kimmel just answering <laughs> questions. It's just so weird. And I can't get my, it's just, it's just so strange. Anyway, um, except for that, I, it was a pretty good movie. I mean, it took me a while to get the, like, why it was the, the shock and why it was shocking. I was like, what? 
I was like, okay, I get it. And Adam Driver, Adam Driver, some of the Adam Driver scenes were like, is when Adam Driver was at his ugliest, according to me. Personally, oh. that mm-hmm. was when um, during the the thing when Ben Stiller comes and yells at Adam Driver at the fancy place, and Adam Driver has all of his hair slicked back. That was just he looked. He did not look good. I'm sorry, Adam Driver, but it was just weird. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Uh, thirteen hundred, no, twelve hundred, no, eleven fifty. Wow, that 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 score drastically went down over time. Yeah. Um, I will give while we're young an eight out of ten. Um, I think I'll give it an eight point five. Nice, uh, Nick. Uh, facts. Okay. Um, apparently Greta Gerwig was actually supposed to play, uh, the, um, role that, uh, Amanda's, I forget. So Fred, so Fred, will it stop eating? God darn it! Sorry. Nick, come on, oh man. God, dude. Yeah, seriously, like, seriously you need to chill like, out, bro. Yeah, get a I, I get hold a, on yourself. I'm sorry. You're exploding everyone. No, I got, no, it's I got okay, Willie, you're totally allowed to eat. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Nick today. Right. I got upset. I'm sorry. I'm Nick, sorry. what the it's hell? It's just me. He does not like me. <laughs> yeah, That's not on, true Nick. at all. Okay, Jesus Adam Christ. Driver made this film. Into, I don't know. You know, fine. I'm done. No, <laughs> no I, I said Jesus Christ before you started saying stuff. Stop being such a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> when Josh leaves his father-in-law, Leslie's apartment, a sign is visible next door for the National Arts Club. Uh, this means that Leslie lives on <laughs> Gramercy Park. Like your voice could leave millions. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have no tonality at all. Uh, While We're Young is also the name of a song of a song by Fun. Or, wait. I love that song. Wait, you're young? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I know that song. That's a good song. We are young. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate that this. song's so good. Hey. <laughs> okay, Nick, you need to put that video clip in there of, of Will and uh, Paul Will dancing together. You'll never see that ever again. <laughs> wow. Damn. Okay. Um, should we go on to our least Adam Driver movie? Yes. Yeah. But first, <laughs> never heard that sentence in my life. Transition sound effect, please. Uh, um, let me. F- uh, uh, wait. <laughs> Willa, what? <laughs> that reminded me of when we had that lockdown that one time. <laughs> yeah, before the whole world shut down. That was the day we found out we were staying home. Oh, really? I thought that we went yeah. to school the next day. No, that was a Friday. And because I remember we had a Spanish party and then the lockdown happened. And then literally that was the last day we ever went to school was the day of the lockdown. Wait, but I thought the day of the lockdown was March 12th. Well, it was March like last really day. good with dates. So I, I remember because our last day was March 13th. Really? And the lockdown yeah. was March 12th. Are you sure? I'm like 100% sure. But we had the Spanish party on that Friday, and that was when the lockdown happened. Oh, but I remember a lot of people talking about how uh, staying alive while the lockdown the next day. Yeah. So I think it was on a Thursday and then a Friday. I don't know. I remember vividly because um, the last movies to come out were on March 13th. 
Um, and also I remember Kayla, uh, sorry, Payla Christ showing me <laughs> a, um, a, a TikTok in Mads and it was like March 12th, 2020 is by far the weirdest feeling that day has ever been. That's bad. No, but it was Friday the 13th, wasn't it? No, I don't think so. Maybe I'm going crazy. I think you're going crazy, Willa. It's yeah. the quarantine. It's the, the quarantine, man. Quarantine's taking it out of me. I All found right, a video, next. shut up, I found a video called 13, uh, Three Hours of Farting, and it has 15 and a half million views. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How many people do you think have watched the entire thing? Well, at the beginning it says, challenge yourself to watch the entire thing, and then comment below. Wow. Um, Nick, can you, can you read a plot synopsis for um, Inside Lewin Davis? Inside Lewin I have a topic for while he's doing that. Um, I uh, ordered a Nintendo Switch today. Really? Nice. Yeah. The, the consoles, I was going to wait for a console, but they were like, th- it said that they were going to be in stock late May, early June, so I was willing to wait. But then, like, there was another... <laughs> what are you guys doing? Um, there was there was a i saw a website and it was like that date was actually overly optimistic and it might be until like october november of this year when the consoles are back so i just decided to get a light because i was getting i wanted video games in my life again and assassin's pretty good sucks okay anyways in 1961 new york city folk singer lewin davis oscar isaac is at a crossroads. Guitar in hand, he struggles against seemingly uh, insurmountable obstacles to make a name for himself in the music world. But so far, success remains elusive. Relying on the kindness of both friends and strangers, Lewin embarks on an odyssey that takes him from the streets of Greenwich Village to a Chicago club where awaits a music... I don't know how to pronounce that. Mogul? <laughs> Mogul. Spell it. Mogul. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard that word. Uh, who could give him the big break that he desperately needs. That, that was nice, Nick. That, that was pretty nice. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty my good. My expectations have been raised. Okay. Very respectable. You haven't gone first yet, so what were your thoughts on Inside Lewin Davis? Hi. Um, well, I like that we have the same last name. That's pretty legit. But... Um, <laughs> I honestly wish I had paid a little bit closer attention to the movie because I feel like I lost some like key aspects because I was kind of like juggling homework at the same time as I was watching it. And it's not really a good background movie. You have to like fully like immerse yourself in it. But like at the beginning, I remember once it started, I like love any like movie with like really good music in it, especially like singer songwriter type music. So at the beginning, I liked that they had the scene at the club where he was, or like, I don't know if it's a club, just like wherever he was performing. I liked that they showed just like, it was really <clears> just four <throat> minutes of him singing, like one of his like quote unquote originals, like as like a singer. And I don't know, I really liked that addition, just the addition of the music, because it really showed just like an inside to like who he was as an artist and it helped us like understand his character better, I feel. Um, and overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I got a little lost in the middle of it, especially because I feel like it took so many like strange turns that I couldn't really understand. Like, again, like it was a plot thing for me. Like, I didn't really know what the plot was, to be honest. Um, But overall, I thought it was a pretty good movie and I liked the music aspect of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Okay, I'm going to go next, Paul Hulk, because that's just logical. Okay, Paul Hulk? I'm fine with it. um inside lewin davis i i really i think that we need to put up a spoiler warning for this one because i really yeah yeah put it up i want to talk about it too yeah Yeah. okay 
Timestamp. Thank you, Nick. Um, Nick, you should add in a. You, never mind. You won't even edit this. Um, so inside <laughs> Lewin Davis, uh, I have been really looking forward to watching this movie for a while because I just I, I love movies that are about dreams. Like La La Land is great, and Patterson is great, and um, this one is like so much more pessimistic than all of the other movies about dreams. And you don't really get pessimistic movies about dreams because people want to go to the movie theater and be like, oh, yeah, my dreams are cool. I, I have dreams. But this one is like, it just kind of like, I don't know, it like kicks you in the, in, I feel like there's like a common term that I'm like missing. Balds. No. The balls. <laughs> I think it like, like, it, like. The it shins. Your, it kicks you in the shins. Yeah. Kicks the it, it kicks you in the balls. It like throws your face in a puddle about your dreams. And it's like, you have dreams? That sucks because you'll never be able to like fully achieve them. And it's like Damn. super pessimistic and sad for that reason. And like, but it's also, it's just so well done. Like, this movie its atmosphere is super cool it's really engrossing and like i understand the whole thing where like trying to do homework while watching it is really hard because like the atmosphere you really need to like be invested in and the plot is also taking these really weird twists and turns and oscar isaac i am i think that this movie is the reason that he is everything okay with <laughs> yeah i just made a noise in my food so i didn't want to like yeah, <laughs> oh, no, fine. we are a very unprofessional podcast. Um, you should eat your food whenever you want, Willa. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, Nick. Yeah. I just also, realized I've been using the. I haven't been using my microphone this entire time. <laughs> Is that better? Does that sound better? <laughs> it's a lot different, but it sounds better. Also, Robert, I want to say I did put up a disclaimer for the last video, so screw you. Okay, well then, put figure out. Just put up a disclaimer about the spoilers here. Um. Okay uh crap i lost my train of thought um my dad also just got home uh your dog no my dad you're talking about how it's not like a movie you can watch homework too. right 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 it's very investing and um oscar isaac this movie is definitely the reason that he got like the role in star wars because he's so good like it's such an unlikable character and there's so many things that's wrong with him and like the only way that you can make an unlikable um character work in a movie is if they're like relatable in some respects and inside lewin davis is like he, i mean lewin davis is um relatable just based off of the fact of like the whole dream thing but also oscar isaac's performance is just so good that it, he makes the character like super easy to relate to and super like fun not fun but just like a really good character um and then the ending i think we should save our ending discussion for the end so uh Oh, cool. yeah. What are your general non-ending thoughts on Inside Lewin Davis? Uh, okay, this movie was by far the best of the three for me, personally. And there's a lot of things I loved about this movie. I like the songs. The songs are pretty dope. Um, I like, I don't know, okay, I don't know how to say this. The color palette or whatever of the movie, it was kind of like drabby. And that I, I like that. It kind of went well with the whole New York bar scene, club scene or whatever and everything. And um what else did i like about this movie i also like the car trip the car trip was so weird but it was like weirdly good like the it's it's so insane all the stuff that happened he, they leave and then the guy is a douchebag to him the fat guy and the fat guy's lying in the bathroom dying of a heroin overdose and he's like oh it's fine we don't need to call an ambulance and the, and he hits a cat and then he just hitchhike hitchhikes to chicago that's insane you know like that was so much stuff going on i, I really I really liked that. Uh, it was a very entertaining movie. And um, what else? I want to pull up my notes here. 
See, this is uh, why you shouldn't watch it while you're doing homework because I didn't even know that the reason he collapsed in the bathroom was due to a heroin overdose. Oh, I didn't know either. I looked it up on Wikipedia to see what it was, and the oh, Wikipedia said it's a heroin this overdose. Is, like, so lost. I thought I literally like missed a whole thing. No, no, he he. Yeah, I was confusing to me too. He was just on the floor like. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a heart attack, but they never really like piggybacked on that. They never like said what it was necessarily. So yeah, yeah. they just picked him up and took him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was really rude too. Yeah, yeah he was. He was a very, he was a very big douchebag. You know, that's the. It's so weird hearing the voice of Soli being such a rude guy. <laughs> the voice of what? Soli from Monsters Inc. Wait, you're joking? Hold no, on. Wait, seriously? That's John Goodman. No. Damn. Hold up, now I did not know, know that. Yeah, it, it's he. He's a pre- he's a pretty cool guy. I like him. He's usually really nice in the movies he's in, but in this one, he was, you know. Total D bag. Totally. Wow. Um, D head. Uh, sh- should we? Should we? Should we bleep that out, Nick? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick, put a timestamp here. Paul <laughs> just said. Um, D head. I can't say D head. No, the bag part. The bag part sounded worse. D bag. Okay, fine. Never mind. Never oh my mind. god. Never mind. I don't know. That one just sounds worse than the actual word. Okay, sounds like you could be alluding to something else. Robert, um, you're 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 making it more inappropriate than it has to be. <laughs> okay, shut up. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on on this movie? Uh, my notes say no, so I'm going to stop talking. Okay, we should discuss the ending because the ending of this movie is really good. So, um, basically, Lou and Davis at the end. Wait, before before is this on Netflix or Hulu? It's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um. At the end, the movie kind of starts repeating the way that it was at the beginning. It's like a, like a weird loop. Like yeah, the the night starts looking really similar to the way that the movie started, and then he goes out to the back alley at the very end of the movie, and he gets beat up again. And and then also on the stage at the same time, I'm like 95 percent sure that was Bob Dylan. Oh no, that was like Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Was Bob yeah, Dylan. okay, because yeah. his hair was curly and he had like the guitar and like. Yeah, that was a really um, cool thing. thing. That was like a nice yeah. illusion. Because like the idea that this guy could have been the next Bob Dylan wow. like very easily, but it's just mm-hmm. such like a hard field that he had no choice but to give up on it. And what if Bob Dylan like faced the same experience and we never had like Bob Dylan as we know him today. And then also just the idea that like the ending repeats itself because it's all about like how dreams ruin your life basically. And like or like at least it ruined um the it's not that the dream did it's that his attempt to try to go big with it or get something more from it kind of failed um and the fact that it was repeating kind of shows that even if you try to like get a oh wait what just happened huh you just stopped talking oh okay well it took me out and it said you have been signed out because your account is signed in on from another device Oh, this does mean you're, you're going to be disconnected in like a few minutes, seconds. Maybe? I don't know. I'll just keep on talking until I'm disconnected. Um, it may just mean that I signed into a guest account. I don't know what just happened. Or the guy signed... <laughs> um, anyways, uh, like, and the fact that it like cycled at the end, it's just kind of alluding to the fact that um, th- your dreams never go away, even if you try to like give up on them and you try to go somewhere else, like they're always going to be there. And Lewin was just kind of stuck in this like endless cycle where he couldn't really get out of it. 
because any applicable thing he could do, he wasn't going to be good at and nobody really liked him. And he was just kind of left with his music and that wasn't going to give him anything. And like, it's such a pessimistic ending, but it's just so well done. Um, Paul, did you have any, any things to add about the ending? Uh, yeah, like on a similar thing to what you said at the end, it's like, I felt like it was like a loop where he couldn't like really get out and get his dream. And I felt like that's because also because he doesn't want anything short of success, what he believes is success in his mind. Because like throughout the movie, he has like these little, kind of like the hallway that was my wallpaper in the previous <laughs> episode, where life's like a hallway and the doors at the end, that's death. And there's a bunch of doors at the side that make you go through like different stuff. Like it could be a doctor or whatever. And um, he has like a bunch of those throughout like the one week that this movie set it. First thing that I can think of where he could, he could be mildly successful was when they were singing the Kennedy song, but he didn't accept the royalties because he needed the money. And later it's revealed that the, the song could have been a big hit, probably became a big hit. And it was, there was a lot of royalties and stuff. So that sucks. Second one was where um, he know he knows that his previous partner didn't get an abortion, and yeah. she's living in a town called Akron or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce it. And on the way down to um, Chicago, on the way down to New Jersey, back to New Jersey, he he looks at an exit for Akron. Theoretically, oh. could have taken that exit, and he could have had a family and everything, but instead he just kept on going. So he didn't take that path of success, whatever. Um, and the third one was where um, the girl, I don't know her name, Jean or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, she gave him another shot uh, playing at the club. He, and there were supposed to be like these big people there, like these big whatever record people. And, you know, I guess it just didn't work out for him because he didn't sign a deal and he just, kept on going for his path of mediocrity or whatever uh, when it came to his career. So it was kind of, it was kind of weird because it's like movie alluded to this kind of loop thing where he's just going to be stuck in that loop forever, trying to chase some path, his idea of success, even though there's success, other possible ways of success all around him. But the only path of success that he's dreamt about his entire life, that's the one he's kind of doomed to take. Yeah. Yeah, I that's a really interesting way of thinking about the movie. Like he because like even when he's like at the record label thing and they offer him like when he, when he's offered the job oh, yeah, that to, too. Yeah. um to be part of a trio, like that that would that would be his career right there. And he just yeah. says no to it because it's not mm-hmm. just him singing. And I feel yeah. like a lot of that I felt like the fact that they had it so that um his friend like committed suicide, I felt like by having him continuing singing and performing he was trying to like honor his friend and being part of a trio or taking any other route than the one that he was taking. He would feel like weird guilt for the fact Mm -hmm. that um, he never like fulfilled the dream of his friend. Yeah. It's such a deep movie. It's so good. Willa, do you have anything to add? Um, well, to be honest, I did not get to last 20 minutes of the movie, but (laughs) (laughs) I, I like, I got like like, the gist of it, I guess. I had something I was going to say and I can't quite remember, but, um, I don't know. I thought it was like just like a really interesting take because I feel like a lot of people can almost relate. And in a way, his character sort of reminded me of Patterson just because they're both, they seem to be stuck in this cycle of just like, like sure, they have their like talents and their like dreams. Like Patterson has poetry and like Lewin had his music, 
And yet they're still stuck in like, like you guys were saying, like the same old cycle and they haven't really made anything of themselves through their actual like goals. Um, even though it is about dreams, they didn't really seem to like fulfill them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question. So you want to be like a songwriter, right? Yeah. Did this movie kind of like scare you in like a weird uh, way? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I know that thought, like I think about that kind of stuff a lot since I do like want to pursue music and it's like the main thing I've been like, working for like every day but it's like it's really like so true like there's so many people and most people who do want to be musicians and artists truly like never make it like only the people you see like I guess just on like mainstream like radio stations and stuff they are like the select few that get through and it's just like something you definitely have to think about like in that kind of career because most people definitely do not make it so yeah I was a little bit like worrying but like it's nothing I haven't like heard of or seen before or thought of before right um so like in my future I want to become a filmmaker so like this was about music so it's obviously different but the reason what Nick I we were arguing that um oh my god 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 leave that out Nick <laughs> yeah I will I'm just I'm just saying um what I, I said you shouldn't you shouldn't have done what you did because that was your career you said you, you said that's not my career that's not my current career. I hate you. Um, anyways, what was I going to talk? Um, I think that what was like scary about this movie was that it felt, felt so real. Like just like seeing, like y- you can hear like all day about the idea that like a lot of people who want to go into careers about the arts, like never make it, but then like actually seeing it happen and it playing out in front of you and even seeing like how a lot of the other jobs that would have been a lot easier for him don't even work out. It's just like I don't know. It like really like scared me in a weird way. Um, life though. What? Like, that's life though. Some things yeah. just like never fall through, but you have to take the risk. Right. Yeah. Very well done movie. Um, Nick, do you have facts? I do, Robert. It's funny you should ask because I have so many facts. Um, Joel Cohen, uh, which is the producer of this film, Pelicula. Director. Director. No producer. He's the director as well. It's the Coen I, Brothers. Oh, well, I just said producer on IMDb. Okay, whatever. Yeah, um, uh, He remarked that the uh, film didn't really have a plot, uh, and that, like, uh, concerned the directors at, at the time, and so that's why they threw the cat in. That's why the cat oh. was <laughs> Apparently. I, like I thought the that... cat chill. Yeah, no, the cat thing, like, I feel like that helped, in a weird way, it kind of helped with the character development, because, like, mm-hmm. being able to relate to him with the anxiety about the cat, like, immediately made him, like, someone you could identify with. Mm-hmm. So that, that was smart. Good job. I thought there was some, I thought there was some symbolism about the cat. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I felt like there was something, though. I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. All these movies have really weird symbolism in, in, in them. Um, uh, also... Adam Driver is barely in this movie. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know that. This was the one movie that I hadn't seen beforehand when I chose it. And I chose it just because I had really wanted to be watching it. But not only that, Adam Driver looks the worst and is giving the worst performance in this movie. No, the like, thing, I like, when I was in like, okay, when I was in like ninth grade, I had like a huge obsession with Adam Driver. Like I had like a shrine and everything. And 
I always like watch these like videos that like fans would make and all of them like featured the like that one scene where he was singing the song with everyone like right. that's that's like all over like okay not that I like know well like I know this but like there, it's all over like the Adam Driver like fan pages but I never knew it was <laughs> scene until now so you had a shrine I did I had a little pop figure I had a quote thing and I had like <laughs> I had like um what I have I had these like shoes to represent girls the TV show he was in and then I had what else did I have um I think I had something Star Wars and then I had a card to represent Logan Lucky. Oh yeah, Logan Lucky was we should we probably should have reviewed Logan that Lucky. Movie. That movie yeah, has way more Adam Driver in it. Yeah, I saw the movie a couple years ago and I really liked it. Do you see Black Klansman? Uh, I never did, but I heard a lot of good reviews about it. That's like, I think, honestly, that that might be Adam Driver's best supporting performance. Really? Like, I think he's best in Patterson, but he's so good in Black K Klansman. And he, he like, got- He said a lot of racial slurs. What? Yeah. He said a lot of racial slurs. <laughs> Everybody in that movie did. He needs Spike to Lee be movie. canceled. <laughs> <laughs> also, when he was, like, doing the song thing, he made that song sound 50 times worse. With I know, I know. Like, what was he doing? I don't know. He was like saying, uh-oh, and face, uh, one, two, three. It was so weird. Hey, Robert, that was the best part of the song. It wouldn't be a song without that part. <laughs> it would be a much better song without that part of my opinion. I'm kidding. Um, anyways, I think that's all we have to say about this movie. So, Nick, can we get a transition sound effect? But I have another fact. You have another one? Yeah, dude, this one's really so cool. We didn't review the movie. We didn't, re- I, we right. didn't score. We didn't give right. our scores. What is oh. it? Oh, no, give your scores first. Okay, I will give this. Uh, what did I give Patterson? I think I gave it an 8.75. 8. I will give this an 8.75. Very cool. Cool. <laughs> Next. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is going to be in the 1500 range for me. Oh, wow. wow. That's impressive. Yeah. Willa? I give it an eight just because I didn't finish it, but from what I saw, I liked it. Yeah, again, you should. The ending is like the best part of the movie. So okay. You should, you should you should check it out. And I wish I paid more attention because like it was just I treated it almost like a background movie, and it's definitely not a background movie. You have yeah. to pay attention. The Coen brothers are like really interesting directors, and like the style that they do with their movies is like very deliberate, and you kind of have to pay attention to like every second to really understand sure. what's going on. Yeah, they're really cool directors. Okay, Nick. Uh, you had another fact? Uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac uh, is said to strongly dislike cats because once he got an infection from being bit by one, and personally, if I was bit by a cat that gave me an infection, I would stomp that cat until it was not able to move anymore like it was a cripple for life. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, you have a cat that scratches you all the time. Yeah, but I love her. Ow. (laughs) It's like... I did it's that like pure. Willa's like frozen in time. <laughs> I did that purely frozen. for the shock factor. It's I'm like it's like what you posted on your Instagram, Nick, with the snake. <laughs> it's like I would stomp that snake into the oh, ground God. if I had the chance. <laughs> Nick, you're so violent. Do you need help? Like, what's going on, buddy? No, I really like comedy where it's just violence for the sake of violence, and it's. <laughs> Anyways. But, be, um, but behind the meme, the person is a very loving and caring um, uh, person who uh, is uh, careful of everything they do. Good With that being said, I would kill a cat. 
Nick, can, can you just... <laughs> your part has gone on too long. This is why we don't let you talk for too long unless you've seen the movie. Can you, uh, can you play a transition sound effect? Of course I can. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fahul, it's your time to shine. Tell us about this week's mobile game. Okay, this week's mobile game was... Democratic <laughs> Socialism Simulator. Democratic Socialism Simulator. Anything about what the game is about or anything like uh, that? Basically, you're a president of the United States and you have a bunch of decisions. You can go either way. And uh, you got to balance all the people's happiness and you got to balance your budget and you got to balance um, the military. I don't know, something, something, something. And um, yeah, it's just... You know, you're a president. You make decisions. What else can I say? Um, also, Nick, you have you have to balance Congress. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Nick, did you play this game? Uh, it's downloading right now. <laughs> oh, did you have to pay for it? No. Paul, you lied to me. I thought it was. I thought it was free too for a limited amount of time. I guess it was so bad that they made it free forever. <laughs> oh wow, you you're quite heated about this. Why don't Why don't you go first? What did you think of this game? Okay, I thought it was a fine game. It wasn't that special. It was kind of biased, but that's expected, you know? I mean, it's in the name, Democratic Socialism Simulator. You can't really, like, you can't expect to have a very neutral game when it's kind of pushed in that direction. And, yeah, I mean, it was an okay game. I had fun. I wanted to lead it right now on air in front of everyone. <laughs> he does that whenever he doesn't like a game and he's done it to pretty much every game that we've reviewed so far i just canceled the download why no no you should play it a no. little bit so, oh so you... shoot i think i shared it with someone wait <laughs> <laughs> oh you got a text message Paul. oh from michael bunty michael or, uh, what's up michael munty sorry i'm sorry no michael's been on the podcast we can say his name yeah he's good he was a special guest remember Oh, this is so infuriating. <laughs> I remember um, that one. Okay, I give up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it on my own. I will go next. Uh I I like this game. I think it's fun. Unfortunately, it doesn't have any sticking power. Like I played it once and then after that I just kind of didn't really feel like I need to play it again. Like it's fun, the mechanics are super cool, and the game is outlined in a really cool way, and the colors are super satisfying, and like I don't know, it's a very cool idea. I think that the problem is, is after you're done, you never really want to open it and play it again. Yeah. And it's a little tricky being a mobile game because it takes a lot of time. And mobile games are supposed to be quick and like you just get them out of the way or like you do them while you're like talking to someone. But this one you have to like pay attention to. Wait a second. You can't just like mindlessly play it. And it has like plot and stuff, which is weird. Like very few mobile games can get away with that. So I thought it was just okay. Uh, Willa, did you play it? Yeah, I have a lot to say. So basically, um, I got the game. I played it for like one like round, I guess. Um, I ended up deleting it right after though, mainly because. So at the beginning when I was playing it, I was like, I couldn't really figure it out. I was like making my like own choices. I was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. And then I finally realized like halfway through, oh, people like move based on your decisions. I didn't realize that like your decisions like actually affect the way people that sounds so weird just like, I don't know like people I just I started just making decisions based on like what people wanted and then I lost all my money and so it was just really hard to find a balance like I got really frustrated with it and so I ended up deleting it after one round also I just I don't know I didn't really understand like I'm not one to play like games it felt really slow like that kind of mm -hmm. game 
I'm used to playing like fast paced, like just something that holds my attention more. This was just like, I honestly totally could just mindlessly swiped it. But yeah, I just kind of, I don't know. It didn't really have any like effect on me, I guess. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Nick, you haven't played it. Uh, this game you... is like the Tinder of politicians. Oh, are you playing yes. it right now? Uh, no, I just, from Willa's assessment, I just um, thought that in my brain. Yeah, it's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly accurate, that. but it's just it's it's a weird it's a weird way of I don't know. Um, Nick, do you have any? Oh wait, scores. Uh, I will give this a six out of ten. Willow. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I will give it a two. I did not like it very much. Wow. I deleted it right after. <laughs> Paul. Eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. So equal to eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. Ah, ten fifty. Nick, do you have interesting facts about this game? That's it. That's the final thing. Ten hundred. Um, interesting fact. Uh, Barack Obama. Nick, you're not age... looking at your computer. I know this is made up on the spot. No, I'm literally looking directly at it. No, wait. Are you? No, this is a made up fact. You can believe me or not. I don't. I, okay, I, just, I'll, just, just. Okay, just say it. Just say it. Barack Obama, at the age of fifteen, was not interested in politics. And after downloading this fact, <laughs> 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 he became the president. <laughs> Did you know that Michelle Obama was uh, her? Here, here he goes again. Oh my god! Here he goes. Yeah, yeah. I got, goes. I got to mention it because I'm, gonna, I'm me and Michelle Obama will have something in common. Do the wave. I think Will is doing a TikTok oh, yeah, dance do right wave. now. No. It's a TikTok dance. Whoa. It's definitely a TikTok. Um. Okay. Make transition sound effect. Um. Please. Yeah. Let me just. Ready, uh... Hi. Welcome to Chili's. You were talking. That was a dirt. That was that was a weird sound effect, though. Hi, welcome to Chili's. Okay. All right. So uh, I made a post this week, so we actually have questions we can um, pull from. We have three questions. First one is from Whoopwap. It says, "What single film do you believe has had the biggest impact upon modern society?" <laughs> Will looks confused. That's uh, a deep question. Yeah, it's very deep. I'll That'd start out with this one because I thought about it beforehand. Honestly, I think Jaws did. Because Jaws came out in 1975, and that was really like the first summer blockbuster that there was. And then after that, um, Star Wars came out in 1977. So it's kind of both of those movies created the idea of like the summer blockbuster. And I feel like that has had like such an impact on like culture. Because if you look at something like Avengers Endgame or like Thanos or like the snap or anything like that, people immediately know what you're talking about. And that like is across cultures. It's not just an American thing. And that, like, the whole idea of that summer blockbuster and spending a ton of money on a movie and it appealing to, like, really wide audiences kind of started with Jaws. So I'm going to go with Jaws. What about you, Nick? Oh, my. uh... Are you going to say open season? (laughs) (laughs) No, I genuinely, I can't think of, like, I don't think of movies as being, like, extraordinarily impactful other than, like, I don't know, maybe a year afterwards. I guess if I were to answer, I think the most obvious one would be the first movie ever, which I don't have an actual title. Robert could probably oh, give me I was going to say that. Screw you, man. Sorry, I'll oh. just shut up. <laughs> Paul Hull, I bet you can find another one. The first movie ever? Well, here's the thing. It's not the most influential on movies. It's like the most influential on society is the part, is like the weird thing. So I would have said the first movie ever too, but like... It's about society. Yeah, but I, still, movies are influential on society. So if you're saying it's the most influential for movies, then it's pretty influential for society too. Oh, actually, 
I think, okay, another one um, that I, don't, I doubt either Paul Hull or Will knows this movie, so I'm just going to go ahead with it. Um, Some Like It Hot from 1959 was like super revolutionary at the time. Because back in Hollywood, back then, they had like a certain code for Hollywood movies can't include certain inappropriate things. And when uh, Some Like It Hot came out, it featured like men dressing up as women. And there was like a lot of like sexual innuendos in it. And because of that, they kind of started like loosening up on those restrictions. And I feel like with movies being allowed to include inappropriate things, that started like with a lot of other types of media going that way. And like all kind of like started with some like it hot. And it was also, I think it was the first movie to ever have a trans, like the idea of transgender in a movie. Cause it was men dressing up as women, even though they were straight men and wanted to be men. Um, yeah. Anyways, my real answer is uh, open season starring uh, Martin Lawrence's Boog. Hey, and Nick, <laughs> Paul, Paul, what do you think? What's the question? Can you repeat the question? um yes give me one second uh what single film do you believe has had the biggest impact upon modern society okay so personally i'm a huge narcissist so i think society revolves around me so the biggest movie that has had has had an influence on me is cars so i want to say cars (laughs) as my answer (laughs) (laughs) all right well what do what do you think um hmm. well the thing is, okay this is gonna be a bit controversial for me to say on a movie podcast but quite honestly i'm not the world's biggest like movie person i'm not one to like go out to like the movie theater like sit down and watch a movie it's just like it's never been like my favorite thing um but after watching your podcast or, like listening to it i've been i think i've listened to every episode at this point and i've been really interested <laughs> But, like, I don't think I'm qualified to answer this question because I don't have much of an interest in movies besides hearing what you guys have to say. About I'm not movies. qualified. Yeah, yeah, no, Nick and Paul are not qualified. Only Robert's qualified uh, uh, right now. As we I don't speak. know. I'm pretty qualified. Shut up. Um, I'm going to watch all the movies next podcast, I swear. Okay, the first movie yeah. ever, I think it's, yeah. First galloping it's called hole. The Passage of Venus. It's from 1874. Oh, I love that one. It's a photo sequence of the rare transit of Venus over the face of the sun, one of the first chronophotographic sequences. Wow. You should, I've, I've seen it. It's it's really dumb. But I thought it was the horse. I thought it was the horse, the galloping no, no, horse or whatever. It, it yeah, I was about to say that, that that does sound similar, but no. It actually, it came before the horse, which is- Oh, like, okay. Um, I, actually, Paul Hull, oh. your letterbox, you gave it four stars. Remember in Berkeley, we were talking about a certain first type of movie. It was a certain very, like, a very inappropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe one of those movies were very influential too. Like adult That's entertainment, true. or yeah, That's like true. adult entertainment, because you have so many big companies these days dabbling in that. You know, right? Yeah, bleephub.com. <laughs> that was a good question. Okay, um, from Ev Emergency, we have I love movies. With an exclamation point. You and me both, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then we have two questions. Oh my gosh, we can use her name on the podcast now. Yay! I love her so much. Um, Her first question, you know, I'm going to go, these are both controversial. Okay, her first question is, do you guys think Adam Driver is hot? I will let Willa start this one out. I do think Adam Driver is attractive, but I thought he was more attractive 
as a freshman than I do now. I don't think he's as attractive as I did then. I way overhyped him. And I think he is still way overhyped. But, like, I can look at him and I can appreciate him. Wasn't he super ugly when he was, like, really young? No, uh, when he yeah, was a freshman. He... Yeah. Okay. I just no, remember no. seeing a picture of him with really big ears. That's all I remember. Well, yeah, he was in the military. And that's, like, the picture that goes around where he has, like, the really big ears under his hat. So, like. <laughs> okay. What is your big ears? I was confused. I was confused because, like, when you said uh, as a freshman, and I was thinking Adam Driver as a freshman. So oh gosh, like, no! Why, why are you talking about Adam Driver as a freshman? But then That'd I'm like, be weird. Ah. That'd be oh, weird. I did too. I was confused. Okay. Yeah, that's why. Oh. I, that's why I interrupted, and then you were like, oh, "Okay, Robert." <laughs> no, super clarification. I was a freshman, and Star, like one of the Star Wars movies had come out, and I thought he was really attractive. He's attractive in Star Wars because he's like a um, bad bleep character. Like he's true, just like I, I'm, I'm the guy with the scar. Blah blah blah. I, I hate he's him. like a, he's a wussy though. He's like a crybaby. He's like I haven't hey, seen any of the stuff. He's a like bad bleep mother bleep. <laughs> <laughs> we just started saying bleep instead of curse words. Yeah, so I don't do as much editing. I hate doing timestamps. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I said a naughty word. No, no it's, it's okay. okay. Well, uh, um. <laughs> What about you, Paul Hool? I know you're the straightest, uh, you're the guy, you're the person on this podcast who likes guys the least. So <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts on? <laughs> uh, okay, I think that uh, like everyone else, Adam Driver has bad days and he has good days. I just think that Adam Driver's good days are very much peppered in. Like, you know, like there's, if, there, if, if we make um, a graph out of, Adam Driver's uh, attractiveness, and on the x-axis we put uh, his life. No way. What would we put in the x-axis? I think you would put because of the y-axis we would put his attractiveness. We're done with physics, (laughs) Bahul. I'm not done with bio. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. Anyway, anyway, I think that he has some outlying good days, like the minute fifty-eight in Patterson. Please check it out if you haven't already. It's I'm gonna really look at that better. right now. Like, like I actually think he looks pretty damn attractive in that. And there's some pictures of Adam Driver out there where he's attractive, like the one that Willa had as his wallpaper with the big. No, sleeves. no. <laughs> See, okay, here's the thing. My friend sent me that photo, and I was like, "This is perfect for the podcast." And then once I put it up there, I just felt too uncomfortable to leave it there. So. Yeah, with the massive nipples right next to you. Okay. Oh, <laughs> no. Also, what? I'm going to minute 58 right now. Okay, well, while he's doing oh. that. Okay, fine. <laughs> Isn't that good? He's like staring into the distance and the wind's blowing in his hair. And he has that mysterious kind of look. At it. It's like really nice. It's after he talks to the twin. Okay, I think wait. it's minute 50. I'm pretty sure it's Coming minute 50. I broke down minute 50. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Wow. 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 Good, huh? Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, Paul Hool, for being the person on this podcast who likes guys the least, I think your assessment of Adam Driver was very good. I think I that agree. he has some really good days and some really good moments where he does look really good. But generally, I don't think he's hot. I, Robert, I just, your background is just an example of how he's not, too. Yeah, he can be very not hot if he wants to. And generally, I think his body is just so square and he's, like, too tall to be hot. Like, he's like a giant. Like... <laughs> In Marriage Story, when he's like standing next to Scarlett Johansson and he's like a foot taller than her, he looks like he's like he looks like he's ten feet tall. He looks like a giant. It's really weird. Maybe Scarlett Johansson is really short. How how tall is she? I think she's like five five. 
So she's like oh. average woman height. Wow. So he's like six foot five. Yeah. Jesus. Wait, I'm going to look it up. Have you guys seen Adam Driver's um, TED Talk? No. Nope. I don't watch TED it? Talks. I hate them. I love a, TED Talks. He has Ooh. a TED Talk on becoming an actor. He's only six two, but in Marriage Story, he looked like he was 10 feet tall. Um, <laughs> he went to Juilliard. He went to Juilliard. Scarlett Johansson height. He was rejected a couple of times. Oh, Scarlett Johansson is 5'3". So he's like roughly a foot taller than her. Um, but yeah. Also, there's a scene in Marriage Story when he like cuts his wrist and he's like unlocking the door and he wraps his arms around like the woman to like unlock the door. He looks so much bigger than her. It's like weird. Um, Nick. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Personally, uh, my taste in guys, I, I, I really like uh, taller taller men um and because like it's just like a, a sense of like they can like protect me or something like if i were if i were to like cuddle with them <laughs> then like you know if 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 it's like a sense of like they can like uh, i don't know like uh cradle me or something like that and i i like that in, in a in a in a male person wow and um, I think that what helps Adam Driver's like attractiveness is is the roles that he plays, or at least the roles that I've seen. Cause like if the, in the movies he's just like an incredibly caring father figure, or like he is just like a nice um, uh, guy in Francis Ha or something like that. And from the movies that uh, you've all described, he's you should have like, Francis Ha. I'm so stupid. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> I liked Inside Love and Davis, though. I'm kind of glad I watched that movie. That was I am movie. too, but it's just not an Adam Driver movie. Sorry, Nick, continue. Anyways, I just feel like if I were to hug him, he would smell very nice. Anyways, that's my... That's my okay, that's a fair assessment. Um, Nick, you need to watch While We're Young on Netflix, because he's like peak Adam Driver hot in that movie. Okay, that's I'll, fact. That's I'll his just, I'll... Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then our next question from K from K A La Price or no K La Price is also: Do you guys ship Ray and Kylo? I do not. Who's Ray? The Star Wars lady. Yeah. Oh, her. The I've... young star. Yeah. I haven't seen Star Wars. So. It's just I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> weird to me. Like they seem to like angry siblings for the first two movies and then the third one they're kissing and i'm like it just didn't seem right it's kind of like flip-flop because in like the original trilogy uh luke and leia are like kissing and then they're siblings you know it's kind of like they took it and then they flipped it around you know they seem like siblings and then they're kissing rather than yeah Yeah. interesting Uh, i'm driver sorry um well uh do you you do ship them uh, well, here's the thing. I agree with, like, your reasoning, like, throughout the movies, like, how in the beginning, I was just kind of like, what? And then, then I was like, at the last movie, I was like, okay. But I had, like, a different reason behind it. When I was, like, a freshman, you know, and I first saw the movies, I didn't ship it because I wanted to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, but then as I, like, got over that and was like, that is weird. And then, like, I don't know, as I just finally like, got over that whole thing, I started to, like, I totally can, like, see them together, quite honestly. And I kind of, in a way, it was kind of, like, weird and random for it to happen. But at the same time, I kind of do see them as a couple, especially at the last movie, like, with all that happened between them chemistry-wise. Right. But, yeah, I can see it. It's weird, though, that they kiss and then Adam Driver just dies. I think, yeah, I think the way that was handled was a little bit weird, but... I don't know. I can see them as a couple with whatever weird chemistry they had. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, that baby has no eyebrows. 
Babies don't have eyebrows. Don't have eyebrows. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah, babies don't have eyebrows. Or they have like blonde eyebrows that are barely visible. Huh. Wait, what? Apparently, my Jones. brother was born with hair on his head. <laughs> that scared my dad think... so much that he went out of the delivery room to collect himself, like collect his thoughts and everything before he went back in. Wow. What? No, I think I was born with dark brown hair and brown eyes. And now I have like wow. dirty blonde hair and blue eyes. That's I was crazy. born fully grown and incredibly muscular. <laughs> <laughs> I was born like a normal baby because I'm not weird. Okay. Um, actually, I had blue eyes when I was a baby, but now really? I'm yeah, I was um, blonde. Okay, I know this podcast episode has already been kind of long, but I do want to get one random question generator question in here. I really need to pee. It'll it'll be super quick. Actually, I this is a really deep question. Uh, this one's not good. Okay. Oh, that has a word we can't use. Um, do oh, oh, that's too deep. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find a good one. Okay. If you had to disappear and start a whole new life, what would you want your new life to look like? Adam Driver. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Adam Driver's life in Patterson seems like pretty solid. Like, if I were to run away and recreate, like, do do a new life, that would probably be it. Like, that's 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 just chill, you know. He's just chilling all day long, except when his bus breaks down. Then he's not chilling. I would want to be a successful computer engineer. That'd be cool. I could just like invent like uh, processors and stuff, and then just like sell them for a lot of money. Anyways, uh, Paul, who? What about you? What was the question again? If you had to disappear and start a whole new life, what would you want your new life to look like? One where I'm in a bathroom. Up to. Paul, you can talk. Okay, so if I had to disappear and start a new life, I'd go to Yuma, Arizona, because it's kind of like Reading. Like, that was, like, our, the second city, potential city that we would move to if Reading didn't work out. So I'm going to go there at Yuma, Arizona. I'm going to hang out with the Arizonian people. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I think if I were to move anywhere, I would want to move to, like, one of the, like, Nordic countries. Oh, no, wait. If I had to move, if I had to disappear, I would like go deep into Canada, like in the wilderness and stuff, and I would get really buff and I'd be a lumberjack person, and then no one would come near my property, and I have a bunch of like big dogs that will like bark anytime someone comes near me, and like hunt deer and stuff. Yeah, and I'd be quiet, and I'd have like a little rocking chair next to the fireplace, and I have like a cup of cocoa during Christmas, and I'd be like. Santa's not coming this year, and I pet my doll that's really big, and it's like it's like drooling and stuff. This and is then I and I ending the particular show. I don't know what show you're talking about. Uh, open season. Breaking Bad. No. I don't know, dude. But that's a lot cool life. I like. I that hope life. I didn't just get a huge spoiler. Yeah, I hope I didn't get a huge spoiler either. Um. I feel like the Nordic countries would be fun because I really like snow. And I don't know if that's because I grew up in Reading where it's like warm all the time, but like living in snow would be like super fun. Yeah. And also it's a pain in the butt. It's it probably is, but at least for a while it would be fun to do. And like the fact that school over there is like four hours long just sounds so nice. Through that. A whole new way of life. Um, Willa, did you answer the question? Uh no, not yet. Um if I had to like restart my life right now. I'd probably move to Paris and become a street performer and eat as many croissants as I can fit in a day. 
that sounds like a dream life right there. <laughs> that, yeah, Paris. I really want to go to Paris. I've never been, but I really yeah. want to go. Have you been? No, I haven't, but I've always wanted to go. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know. It's probably like super romanticized by Americans, but like, it just seems so nice. Oh, you know, I that's Paris. Hmm? What? Oh, I've heard like mixed reviews about Paris. Some people have said that it's over romanticized, but like, then there's other people who have said like it's everything they've ever like dreamed of. So like I honestly don't know. I just like to see for myself and see. Right. Oh, I have something to say. Yeah. Okay. So there's this thing called Paris syndrome. Yes. Where basically a bunch of uh, yeah okay so a bunch of Japanese people I think that's when it first became a thing. They went to Paris and they were they romanticized Paris so much in their culture that when they went to Paris it wasn't as good as they made it out to be and they started fainting. Like that's an Wait, actual what? thing. Like that's that's serious. It's called oh God, Paris syndrome. Look it up. I'm pretty sure that's Paris syndrome. It's I thought that happened. Um, Carson Runquist said that he could live in Paris. So, and I love Carson Runquist. So I'm just gonna take his word on it. He loves. They invented Paris. fireworks in Paris. I, I don't believe you. I don't yeah, think they, so. They, they invented in China. In China. Yeah, the China. <laughs> Okay. China. China. Stop it. Stop it. You're going to say something offensive. <laughs> I think we should start wrapping up the podcast. So, yeah. uh, Willa, yeah. thank you so much for being a special guest on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm a little sad now because I feel like nobody's going to listen to the podcast all the way now because you were like in it. So you already I know. Heard. I was a devoted fan. I've listened to every episode all the way through. It was always on. <laughs> the only person outside of you that like I'm they may or may not watch every episode all the way through is surprisingly Sarah Medina. Wow. She sent Nico, Wait, really? she sent Nico a part of one of the videos where um, it was the Madam Rager one. And Madam Rager said, um, I miss all of you, if, if, um, even you, Nico, which was in the, like in the middle of the episode. And oh, wow. Sarah sent that to Nico and then Nico messaged me about it. So well, if either- Sarah's watching, then hi, Sarah. <laughs> I think either she watched that all the way through because it was Rager's video or she watches them all the way through, but I have no clue. We use her name, by the way. It's supposed to be Mara Sedina oh, or something. Oh, crap. You're right. Crap. Nick, can you go back? <laughs> I'm not going to bleep it. <laughs> not even bleep it. Can you just take it tell- and put it over the S? It's not possible. Yeah. I'll tell people to watch this episode. I'll tell people they got to watch it. Make a TikTok. I feel like the gal pals might listen to this one since you. Oh, I told them. That's what, yeah. I texted and I was like, guys, you better listen. You better comment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Then I think we need to figure out some (laughs) outro for this episode. Uh, (laughs) Bye bye.